everyone. Welcome to episode 174 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we decided to have a beer and Mm -hmm. make it easy on us. Yep. It's Uh, a Voodoo Ranger 1985 IPA. Mm-hmm, it's it's good. not a beer from 1985. That's just the name of it. Yeah, I like the can. It's, it's cool. cool shit, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, the little 1985 guy with his little cool jacket and his hat on. His glasses yeah, too. His shades. Yeah, he's got little cool. fanny pack. Little fanny pack. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's a cool little. We like Voodoo Ranger. Mm-hmm. We uh, we've talked about it before, but we have a liquor store out here. We can go get well several, but mm-hmm. my new favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go do the pick six and create your own six pack. So we did a. A six pack of six different Voodoo Rangers. Mm-hmm. This was one of them. Yeah, yeah. And I've got good. I've got another one on standby. Yeah, cool. It's the Raiders of the Lost Ark one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Another, he can's cool looking too. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like yeah. Indiana Jones on it. That's so cool. cool. Uh, they're nice. Colorado, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Aren't uh-huh. they? Isn't it New Belgium? Oh, it is New Belgium. Yeah, uh-huh. duh, it is. Yeah. Fort Collins. Yeah, yeah. I know. I wish that we would have went out there to. Or whenever we lived out there, I wish we would have went to the the brewery uh Mm -hmm. out there. Yeah. So, uh, last week, we talked about how to attract a high value partner for Mm -hmm. a woman, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And this week, we're going to be talking, we're going to be talking about uh, how, or I guess... Is, is it how to attract a high value? I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we what, what are we calling the, the Because this is part two. Uh, I believe it's how to attract a high value partner. Or was it that? No. I think it was like, are you a, I don't know, how to have a high value, something. Yeah. How to get a high value partner or yeah. uh, something. I don't know. Maybe that is it. Uh, who knows? Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this one, it's really geared towards the men. It's kind or of, a high quality partner or something like yeah, that. High quality. So. Yeah, high um, quality. Yeah. It's really the... We talked about it last week briefly. We mm-hmm. gave kind of an overview of the of really the characteristics and qualities of a high quality man should have, and then mm-hmm. we dove into all the qualities that women have and talk about that. So if you didn't listen to that, take give that a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, we're going to dive into those characteristics and qualities and must haves that a man needs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, like these, uh, well, I would say more so last week's episode. Well, I don't, I'm trying to think like, cause most of last week's, a lot of other people and podcasts and stuff agree, agree with us with, with most of everything that we say, or we agree with them, mm-hmm. um, except for the faithful thing, the faithful thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think that this, it's more, cause I think that it, there's a lot of stuff out there about what a high value or a high quality woman is. Mm-hmm. And that's what we talked about last week. I don't think there's a lot out there about a high quality man. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think there is. I mean, the, the stuff that we covered aside from the faithful mm-hmm. piece, that's what, that, that's out there. Is it all out there? Yeah. Though? I mean, because it seems like... It seems like they really pick on the women a lot more. They do, yeah. Than than the men. Yeah, most of the podcasts about that cover this stuff is it's really geared towards a younger generation of women, you know, behaving a certain way in their twenties and early thirties that is going to make them low value. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, so it's really more geared towards them. But in saying that, they typically do at least briefly describe, you know, you know, men. Here's what men are bringing. The men, men are bringing this, 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 and this, and that's what we're going to cover today. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't really explore it in depth and give examples like they do for females. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're really big about you know. Um, I, I just listened to one just very recently and to just a while ago and. Uh, he was talking about how, you know, men don't want the girl in the club that's dancing on the dance floor with their friend. Mm-hmm. There's guys that are attracted to that and will bang you mm-hmm. and will have sex with you, but that's not who they want to be with. Mm-hmm. That's not who they want to wife up. That's not who they, they want to take home. Um, and there's this huge, you know, conflict or, you know, miscommunication from women thinking that just because a dude wants to nail me, it means that I have value. Mm-hmm. And men with value are basically saying, no, it's the exact opposite. I don't want anybody else attracted to you in that way it, mm-hmm. by the means of you soliciting that attraction. Mm-hmm. So getting on the dance floor and shaking your ass. And once again, a guy, guy see a girl twerking on the dance floor, they're like, damn, look at her. They want to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. But deep down, men prefer the girl that's like, yeah, I don't go to the club at all. Mm-hmm. That's who you want to be with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they, they spend more time saying things like that and giving examples, but they don't really dive into the examples of the guy mm-hmm. that's saying, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot out there about that. Like I said, they they more so pick on the women mm-hmm. with all of that. Um, but so before we get, before we dive any deeper, we have our dumbass post of the week. Yep. This one was, I want to love like Tom and Jerry. No matter how much we fight, we will still end up together. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> um, so, yes. Okay. Uh, a high-value man. So, we, we briefly went over last week. Yeah, let's recap the girls. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, the women, for to be a high-value woman... She has to be physically attractive, mm-hmm. physically and... Physically attractive and physically fit. And physically fit, yes. Uh, she has to be a nice person, mm-hmm. nice to her partner. partner. <laughs> um, agreeable, loyal and faithful, respectful and careful. And I don't think we really talked about this, but she shouldn't allow doubt to go into his mind yeah yeah i don't think we spent too much time talking about that one Mm -hmm. but yeah um because that kind of covers that careful piece yeah the respectful careful Uh and and watching that that's all that was all kind of part of the same thing Mm -hmm. just little different tweaks and avenues to it yeah yeah so if you again if you haven't listened to that episode yet go back and listen to it um, even if you want to listen to this one first and then go back, that's fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter which yeah, one. Yeah, I don't think you have to <clears throat> listen to them in order, really. Um, uh, but, so yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, we, we briefly went over what a, a high, what we consider, what is a high quality man mm-hmm. in the last episode. And, uh, those qualities are physically fit we're gonna get into each of these okay yeah i'm sorry um but keep in mind we haven't said it this episode what we don't mean that your partner should have one or two or most of these is all oh yeah yeah. to qualify as a high quality or high value partner the characteristics and the qualities that we're going to list off 
They should have all of them. Every single one yeah. of these. If they're yeah. missing one, sorry. Uh-huh. You ain't high quality. Mm-mm. You're getting there, mm-hmm. but you're not there. Yeah. And that that's really one of the key pieces because a lot of people, when you look at things like that, when, when somebody either self-evaluates or they, they start evaluating their partner, even if it's just for fun or, or just to kind of delve a little deeper, they tend to, like, yeah, you know, six out of ten ain't bad, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And it's like, no, no, no. This to, to pass this, you have to get 100%. Mm-hmm. You need to be all of these things. Mm-hmm. And if you're not all of these things, then you're not high quality. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're an absolute piece of shit. But that's the difference between, you know, not everybody gets to be high quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think 80% of men are not high quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everybody wants to kind of justify and and put it in there. I mean, it's not something you can cheat. It's not something you can kind of massage or, well, I kind of do this. No, no, no. It's it's very black and white. You either mm-hmm. are or you aren't. Yeah. You is or you isn't. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I know. Uh, so um, again, the we of course started out with the physical attractiveness and physically fit piece of this, mm-hmm. and yes, we do still say that a man needs to be physically fit as well yep. as a woman. Both, like I think that this dad bod age has gotten a bit out of hand Mm -hmm. (laughs) and making it okay i guess but in actuality and in real life like you really do want somebody that is you don't want someone that's fat Mm -hmm. i mean no nobody starts off in a in a relationship i don't know maybe maybe i just need to shut up but you you start off not like or you don't start off liking that right you you start off liking people that are more that take care of themselves physically attractive yeah face everything Mm -hmm. you know and that's as we said last week that's this has to be number one because it is the first thing that creates your initial impression of somebody Mm mm-hmm and what we tend to see a lot now is the squeaky wheel gets the grease. It's still a very, very, very small minority of women who are dying on this hill. Mm-hmm. Women who say, look, I like a chunky guy. I would rather have a dad bod than a hot bod any day. That is less than 1% of women out there. Mm-hmm. And the women that are saying this are not high quality women. No. And once again, the reason we establish what we mean as these qualities and characteristics that you just listed off that are high quality, high value women. That's because as we have this conversation, just like we said with the men, when we refer to women want, we're talking about high quality women. So if you're sitting there with your fat, dumpy dad bod and I say, well, women don't want that. Women want, you know, someone who takes care of themselves, who watches what they eat, who goes to the gym, who regularly exercises, who is fit, who trims their, their fucking manscape issues and all of these things and you say well my wife doesn't have a problem with that well then your wife's low value mm-hmm. there's other characteristics to her that i guarantee if we put under the microscope she's not going to meet the the qualities and characteristics of a high value woman anyway mm-hmm. and that's where we go back to what we said last week where a lot of you haven't settled you've ended up with the partner you deserve mm-hmm. and medium quality attracts medium and low quality low quality attracts low quality mm-hmm High quality attracts medium and low quality, but high quality will only settle for high quality. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. So that's the baseline. As we mm-hmm. say these things, we're referring to high quality people. Mm-hmm. So when you start to try to poke holes in it, you're really just shedding more light and probably proving the point. <laughs> yeah. 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 I figure we don't ease into this one. If you're going to get mad, go and just get mad right up front. <laughs> right. I know. know. Well, I know. Even with like with what I was saying and I felt like myself like I was trying like I was beating around the bush and I hate people that beat around mm-hmm. the bush anyway and I'm like why am I <laughs> why am I trying to pussyfoot around this yeah. like it just tell them this is what it is mm-hmm. sorry like it it may be a a low blow to some people but well and for the most part men generally want things totaled them flat out that's true they don't want you to beat around they don't they're not real men aren't as sensitive as most women are mm-hmm. and so when you say hey dude what the fuck happened what's up with that gut mm-hmm. i can't even a bitch can't even see your dick when you pee and you hit the gym mm-hmm. they're not going to go home and cry and start a facebook page about how beautiful their fat belly is and get mm-hmm. all these other fat men to join on the, join with them yeah they're gonna be like fuck man that dude is right yeah. i need to do something about this gut uh-huh. and they're gonna once again if they're a man they're gonna man the fuck up and fix it uh-huh. and so that's why it's like it's not worth you don't have to tip i don't feel you have to tip to a that's true if that's you true. are getting offended <laughs> that's true you're, you're saying more about yourself <laughs> i know well i know and it's even like why would i even care it's dudes like and if you aren't a freaking <laughs> if you're not a real man you're a little bitch so yeah man Which up. automatically disqualifies you from being high quality anyway. yeah yeah yeah, so you really need to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so yeah. physically fit, physically fit, and physically, physically attractive. attractive. Um, you know, this is one of those things. The physical attractiveness. Luckily for men, I think men. I don't know the right way to even say this. And I'm not trying to be sensitive about it. I'm just trying to figure out the right way to say it. I, I think, <clears throat> I think men's attractiveness. As I just said, a lot of these are black and white. I'm gonna. This is gonna sound contradictory here. I think men's attractiveness may not necessarily be black and white. I know. I think that because as we were talking about it, I I just there's so many women, and maybe it's just that that these women settle. I don't know, but I don't know. I think that it's really important, like just thinking about maybe it's not even the the whole attractiveness piece like (laughs) i think that it could be he has to be attractive enough but he also needs to have charisma yes and that's the other thing there is and this is this is another completely unfair double standard if you want to call it Mm -hmm. when men talk about how attractive a woman is they aren't talking about her personality, her sense of humor, her charisma, her confidence. They aren't talking about any of that. They are 100% talking about how they look. Mm-hmm. Face, eyes, body, hair, butt, boobs, waistline, legs. They're talking about that. Mm-hmm. When luckily for men, mm-hmm. men can have different qualities that for some reason make women think they're attractive to them Mm -hmm. the the appeal and attractiveness that a woman may have for a man tends to allow for a little more i don't i don't know like i guess kind of faults to kind of i don't know if i'd say faults but different characteristics i mean when you when you start asking women like like who 
who who are some of the most attractive famous men the list that they would make really none of those guys have that much in common Mm -hmm. they may not even have the same hair color the hair length some of them may have facial hair some of them may not some of them may have a lot of hair some of them may be bald some Mm -hmm. of them may be tall some of them may be short men don't have that much variety well not only that i think that like even when you you list those guys off i think that if they were just a regular person would they still be attractive or would they would if they didn't and and it's and it's very hard to say because they are famous Mm -hmm. but um but if they if they didn't have confidence yeah or the charisma that they have would they still be attractive Mm -hmm. i take like i don't know even like I'm trying to think like Bradley Cooper. Right. Like a lot of women think that he's very good looking. But if he was just a regular Joe Schmo and kind of didn't walk with confidence and was just like, meh. Well, even look at the funny thing about movie stars is look at him in their first roles. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper in Wedding Crashers was not attractive. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I forgot he was in that movie. He's yeah. a douche. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and, and so I think that. Men, and the, the, men tend to look better over time for some As they weird age. reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, but I, I, I think you know you've got a good point. Who knows mm-hmm. if you know what they would what they would have? But I think that obviously you can't take somebody extremely ugly, mm-hmm. and, and even even your your. I mean, we've talked about it. There's certain celebrities that you're like, Ugh, mm-hmm. he is so gross, but they're still. You know, a small percentage of women, like, oh my gosh, he's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where the fuck are you getting that? Yeah. Um, and so people do have different tastes. We're not talking about that. But, you know, the attractiveness level of a man is really based on how he presents himself. Mm-hmm. You can, and we've talked about it on here about, you know, the the facial hair and, and you know, keeping up with your, your maintenance of your your ear hair and your nose hair and your eyebrows and and your facial hair and all that stuff the it, it's the equivalent of a of a woman utilizing makeup and mm-hmm. curling her hair and all that stuff mm-hmm. um you know printing up the package the best you can mm-hmm. and it's not really representing anything false it's really just putting your best foot forward mm-hmm. um but presence i do believe has a lot to do with how a guy's physically attractive and here's another thing that, that i just thought of that one of the things that I don't know how this relates to girls. Typically, men don't get a man crush on a pretty boy. Oh. Have you noticed that? I guess you're right. Men tend to get a man crush on someone who they find manly. That's true. There's something about them. There's something driven about them that, that there's a masculine quality. There's a, a leader quality. There, there's something there that a guy develops a man crush on another man. What about like do you th- what about like Channing Tatum? Cuz he's kind of uh, do guys have a man crush? I don't know, that's what I'm wondering. Do they? I don't think so. <laughs> or is it just women that have Yeah, I don't have think. Have some for him. I mean, when I, like celebrity man crushes you typically hear like do you hear that like Jason Statham I think is a good example. Yeah. He's if Jason Statham good. was a was a regular dude. Oh jeez, he would not be <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. People think he's drop dead gorgeous. I know, I know. And, and who else can get away with, with 
he's been perpetually balding for the last 20 years. Yeah. And like. He takes care of himself. Yeah. I think he has a handsome face. He he works out nonstop. Uh-huh. Um, the English accent probably doesn't hurt because it's a good English accent because <laughs> he's got that raspy voice. Yeah, it's not yeah. that annoying, prissy English accent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so, the, but those are all things that I think women would say or men that make him attractive. attractive. Yeah. Because it is more of a total package. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the the woman thing is definitely more of a total package, but I think it's based on different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And and he's got confidence. Oh yeah, he, he owns sure. the going bald. Yeah, he does look, which is weird. I don't know who else can pull that off. I know. Either you you shave it or you have hair. Yeah, but I to know. always just have the like stubble, yeah, or the whatever. stubble that highlights your going bald. Yeah, is odd. Yeah, <laughs> you're and right. It, he and doesn't it probably like... doesn't hurt that he always plays a badass character. Yeah, and I think that's why guys are like, oh, I got a crush on. Jason Statham, my, my action man crush, you know, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. That's but funny. But I don't mean, you, you don't typically hear, I, I've never heard a guy be like, oh, yeah, I've got a, you know, Channing Tatum, he's my man crush. Mm-hmm. I think the minute you star in a movie about male strippers, most men would never say, oh, I have a man crush on that guy. <laughs> That's probably true. You know, I know. It yeah. takes it to a different level uh-huh. at that point. Well, um, whenever uh, I heard the that he was like, oh, it's so hard to to change for this body and get to kelly clarkson and i was like are you fucking kidding me no dude like come on that's ridiculous like i don't know i was irritated with that Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i mean that it's huge you guys it is a big deal having the physic being physically fit and physically attractive both and the fit piece I believe is what really builds the confidence mm-hmm. in men. I think it oh, does the yeah. same for women. Oh yeah. But I think for men especially, there, there's just something that you you doing something hard, doing something physically challenging, doing something that that you can see the results of physical growth. That you're you're breaking your body down and it's repairing itself and it's getting bigger and it's growing and it's getting muscle. It's you know it's it, there's something that just you walk a little straighter, you walk a little taller, you hold your head up a little higher, mm-hmm. and, and you exude a level of confidence that is, it's it's apparent to people that see you. Mm-hmm. You you tend to, I don't want to say you stand out in a crowd, but people notice. Mm-hmm. People notice you. People, you know, th- there's some kind of, there's a level of magnetism to those people that, that walk around like that, that mm-hmm. have that, have that level of 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 confidence and i don't mean arrogance i know yeah that and that's very i think that i'm glad you said that yeah because there's a i'm sure because i was thinking there's a lot of people that are probably like oh gosh mm-hmm. like you and they're picturing some douchebag at the gym yeah that is walking around with uh what is it the lat the invisible lat ILS invisible lat syndrome yeah yeah and no we're not talking about those guys Mm -hmm. like the those guys they really don't have the real confidence yeah you know you know who has the real confidence and who who doesn't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. so I don't know it's just. There's just something about him. Mm-hmm. That, but that, like you said, the, the physically fit, the attractiveness, that's, that, that's, that's what gets your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. That's the initial 
piece of attraction. Yeah. Like it, love it, disagree with it, you're wrong. Uh-huh. I mean, that's all it is. Yeah. It is the initial piece of attraction. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, the next one is financially stable. I think that this is, this one is very important. Um, I think that, and I I think that there will probably be people saying right now, no, 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 that's not, that's, that's not true. That's, you know, only like gold diggers or something would. Well, we're not saying you have to be a multimillionaire. No. We're saying financially stable. Uh Uh-huh. And And, yeah, smart, smart with your finances. Exactly. And that's, that's where it comes into is, are they good with money? I mean, if you're good with money, you tend to have more money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, you can't be like, oh, I'm really good with money. I just don't make enough and I'm broke. That Those two don't work. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh-huh. but financially stable encompasses either entrepreneurship. And I mean, true entrepreneurship. I don't mean that you're the CEO, of whatever bullshit company you made up in your head and you throw on fucking Instagram. <laughs> I hate that shit. People are, oh, I'm an entrepreneur of what? Mm-hmm. What is it you do? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> you don't have an LLC or a W two or a W nine or any of that stuff. It's you're not. You're not an op- entrepreneur. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just because you signed up under some kind of scheme or scam or you're starting something with your buddies does not mean you're an entrepreneur. True successful entrepreneurship is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The the I don't know if I'd say the problem, but one of the things with this is unless you're a trust fund baby. You aren't going to be this man when you're 24 years old. Mm -mm. You may not be this man when you're 34 years old. Mm -mm. You may not be this man until you're hitting close to 40. Um, And that's where you you hear the argument and you see the argument of men have to work for and earn their high-quality status and their value. Once again, unless you're some kind of trust fund fund baby, Mm -hmm. men have to work on that. Yeah, You, You have to be... Innovative, you have to be hardworking, you have to be driven. And so when a man is a from nothing to something financially stable individual, it's not just the, to your point, this gold digging money status. There's something that comes with it that says, oh my gosh, this guy worked mm-hmm. for what he's had. He spent the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years getting to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- it's more than just that. It's showing all those things, the discipline and, and all those things uh, to to hit that level. Um, but even if you're on your way there and you're not there s- fully, you can still be financially stable mm-hmm. by, to your point, just being smart with your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you, I don't know. You just have to, again like you said work at it and and be consistent and have mm-hmm. discipline like we always say uh and you'll be successful i mean the guy that's driving the the newest sports car that has a you know $1200 car payment a month but has a piece of shit apartment he can't keep a job he's in and out of a job he has no money in his account he's living paycheck to paycheck you are not financially stable mm the guy that has a medium road vehicle that's dependable, that's working a full-time job, that has constant income coming in, that can afford a nice dinner, that can afford some nice clothes, that can you know, start building some kind of financial portfolio, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, and once again, the time is your enemy when you're young because you just haven't done it enough to be there yet. 
I know. That's what sucks. Like, because I remember being young and like, it was always like when you would apply for jobs and stuff, you know, you don't have enough uh, experience, experience yeah. and all that. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, but I've got to get it somewhere. I ha- yeah. How am I going to get the experience when I'm not given the opportunity? It's like credit. I know it is. You can't get this loan. It you have is. no credit. Yeah. And, and really like you have to like start at a place where you can build at, you know, that, that current position mm-hmm. or that job and then work your way up and then you can gain that experience yeah. and prove yourself. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes a little bit to... It takes you literally starting from the bottom mm-hmm. and then you building trust, the, the giving your company the trust or like, I guess, yeah, building the trust with them for them to be like, okay, like this, this guy really, he wants it mm-hmm. and he wants to learn and he's doing good what he's doing. Let's, you know, move him up or whatever. You know, it, it's funny because um, there's a lot of videos tiktok youtube whatever out there and they they ask women a lot of times um how much income should a man have to support you and live the life you lead Mm -hmm. and and you get some women that are realistic and they're like anything over a hundred thousand dollars would do Um, now depending on where you live in the country you i mean you may be like what the fuck Mm -hmm. i'm not doing that well maybe where you live it's not that demanding but six figures gives you a a level of freedom that allows you to not be cavalier with your money, but to let it go farther and have a little more fun. Mm-hmm. You get to experience life a little bit more, the bigger cushion you have. Um, but other women will be like, oh, you know, he's got to make, you know, 500,000 plus. Mm. Yeah, if you live in LA <laughs> yeah, or New York, yes. Mm-hmm. But if you live in Kansas. I know. The, yeah. you're going to have the same quality realistic. of life as someone that makes $120,000. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and there is that, that, that study that's like the difference between making a hundred thousand years and a million dollars a year, your, your level of happiness is still the exact same. I thought or it was it? like, I want to say it was 200,000 or was oh, it 150,000? It was 150. Something like that. Yeah. But you still have the same quality of life or you still can or something like that. And I was it, like, it really? doesn't change your it doesn't change your outlook on life or your happiness. That's true. Yeah, that's what it uh-huh. was. Yeah, because your quality of life is different. But the, the what the the argument behind that is, you're you're gonna have the same relative amount of debt and expenses, mm-hmm. and so your quality of life because mm-hmm. of that is relative. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna have a bigger house. You're gonna have nicer cars. You're gonna have you know more toys and things like that. But your expendable cash is probably close to the same Mm -hmm. um and so it doesn't really increase your your overall happiness level Mm -hmm. um now i'd rather be you know making a million dollars a year (laughs) and being like oh yeah i'm just as happy as when i was making 150,000 i know it's a good problem to have oh yeah right Um, Uh but financial stability is is something that that you know we we we, we're going to talk about you know really what the men have to do for the relationship but this this plays a big part of of at least a couple of those pieces. Yeah, I would say so too. You know, and mm-hmm. it shows it shows quantifiable worth to a high value woman. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember when we talked about the high value woman, their financial situation 
is completely not related to them being high quality at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I know. And that's the funny thing is that most women think that that is important mm-hmm. to a man. Well, I and it's, my own money. Yeah, and it's not. High quality men don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't care. Like yeah. that, you, that in a high quality man's world, you showing, you know, the interest in your own money feels like a replacement for the need for him mm-hmm. what do you think of the beer it's good it's good it's really it? good uh-huh yeah yeah mm. it does and we didn't say at the beginning the physically fit and physically attractiveness that's the only one that's the same on both lists oh i thought i did did you oh you may have i, I, may I, have. I, I don't it. know i mean i know i did last yeah last week but from here on but out, you're not going to see the same thing no on either list no the there was one other one that we have on on both okay. lists yeah uh, but even like so but with going kind of i guess going into what you were saying that is gonna be uh you know part of this other piece is that a man a, a high value man or a high quality man should be able to protect provide and support you mm-hmm. and so i think that the the financial piece going into this yeah you're gonna do that next yeah i said that yeah i i just thought i would just do it next yeah anyway just because it's kind of a good segue to it and uh yeah it's um i mean you it's funny like so i'm trying to remember like what the heck because when we i want to say the we wanted to be careful with these with the wording on protect because we didn't want it to sound like what was it, was I, it prote- I, don't, I thought we were talking about the assertive one. maybe maybe it was oh, okay maybe it was okay. i thought that's what you were going to say next, is the next yeah thing. that was going to be next but i decided to well, do yeah so thing. yeah the provide protect i don't you know i don't think it was protect was it it wasn't at all protect? yeah i mean I, I i i mean that in the very literal sense uh-huh. you know you you should you shouldn't high high value women don't want to be with a man that they're not sure about can protect them <laughs> yeah know? Uh-huh. If if you're if you're walking down the street and you're scared of getting mugged and you're holding on to your girl's hand harder than she's holding on to yours in the dark alley, you little bitch. Yeah. What uh I want to say it was a TV show. Uh I want to say it was How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> I could be wrong, but uh gosh dang it. Or no, I think I think it was uh Modern Family, mm-hmm. and uh, where they were, they're on an airplane, and then like, um, he tries or he doesn't protect her. He gets like himself first. Is that on that show? I anyway, it's um <laughs> where he gets the first class. No, it's not that. It's like um he tries to. They they go no it was King of Queens that's what it was jeez mm. uh and they and they're on an airplane and she's like really like because she got scared because it felt like you know they got turbulence or whatever and then uh, he's like oh my god and then he he freaks out mm-hmm. and didn't like protect her first oh yeah and <laughs> no woman wants 
a guy to to do that mm-hmm. like you yeah. should protect your woman yeah. well kelso and jackie on the halloween episode yeah when that he hears too. the ghost and he that shoves too. her out of the way and runs <laughs> yeah, off yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah i mean and that that's that's the thing is it's you know a, a woman wants to feel safe a high value woman because of what she brings to the table is is wants to feel safe they want to feel p- protected they you know provided for that falls under the financial thing like you said mm-hmm. um the support has a lot to do with that as well mm-hmm. um you know but the, the support in in what the the supporting is really there for that that partnership piece yes um, on, on what it needs instead of this this siloed well i'm the man i'm bringing all of this all you have to do is look good and put out that's because that's not what we mean Mm-mm. Um, now looking good and putting out is part of it. <laughs> yeah, but that's not. Is this what, the rest of Yeah, it's rest of yours. I figured out pouring right to the middle of the second word is split. Oh, yeah. cool. See, you're perfect. Good. Yeah. Um, and, and so, but but those things really kind of come in because this is what the guy should bring to the relationship, not those because they're not necessarily qualities it's not the same as as being financially stable although you know like we said it's tied into that but those Mm -hmm. are the three things that he will offer to the relationship Mm -hmm. um and and i think a lot of that you know you look at support and it's like we hear women all the time they're like my husband doesn't support my decision to do this my husband doesn't support me in in raising the kids he doesn't support me Mm -hmm. in in my job he doesn't well he's a low value partner Mm -hmm. chances are you are too but those are things that, you know, high quality men will definitely have. Mm-hmm. And those are part of their behaviors that they will definitely bring to that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, protection is, yeah, I do. Is that him? That's her. I do mean that in the literal sense from a safety perspective, but I also mean it that they're, they're going to, you know, they're not going to allow anything really negative to creep in that they can truly prevent mm-hmm. um you know whether it's protecting them of of, of, of otherworldly stuff as well mm-hmm. um you know because her her feelings and her well-being is a priority and i think that that's what all those things really show and say that my wife my my female companion in this the woman in my life that this high quality high value woman is she is my priority mm-hmm. and this is how i show it to her mm-hmm. um and once again, these are all things you have to have, and it should be consistent. Yeah. It shouldn't be hit or miss. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> it's so dumb. It kind of sounds dumb, but like, you know, I think about <laughs> just like, even if like, uh, like when we were watching The Walking Dead and mm-hmm. stuff, like, <laughs> I... I if something like that really happened in real life, I would know that we would be okay. Right. I would know that we would be okay because you are my protector. You would you would go out there and and get food for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but I would also hold down the fort too. Right. And and do some shit myself. Mm-hmm. So like it's so I don't know, like I said, it's kind of dumb, but just thinking of those, <laughs> of those things, like if you were in a zombie apocalypse, could your partner, could you and your partner both take care of each other mm-hmm. or would you guys be a shit show? Yeah. And I mean, 
you guys would you guys would die. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of people I know that they wouldn't make it a week. Yeah. You know they would pro- they would try to board up in their house as tight as they could and just hope that the badness goes away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. And somebody some zombies breaking in there mm-hmm. and eating their brains and tearing them to shreds. And then the yeah. next day I'm gonna have to come out the house and shoot you a zombie ass in the head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> yeah i mean, I mean and that that's yeah I, I think that that's one of those things that you know it I, I think it's a you know people don't like this word but i think it is a primal thing i know some men know. have and some men don't well and it's funny because even with me saying what i said like i know that you would you would go out there and you would get food for us or whatever like it sounds like the cavemen mm-hmm. they you know like it goes back to that i guess yeah. like would how would you w- would you be a survivor would mm-hmm. you would you be able to i don't know i mean yeah survive provide is, protect and support yeah <laughs> I mean, <laughs> exactly it's all that stuff yeah yeah i know yeah, yeah. that's funny uh so yes the the next ones is you a man needs to be assertive and he needs to be faithful mm-hmm. oh you're putting those together i didn't know i know and no, those are separate <laughs> i think they are separate yeah. i have them like i have them next to each other yeah. and like I yeah they're should've... separate okay yeah assertive you know one one of the things that the, the and you you, you kind of hit on this while ago um but the assertive is is the word that we choose to use um instead of saying something like what was the word that we were going to say? Because uh, whatever it was, it felt more controlling. Yeah. And that wasn't it. Uh-huh. Damn it. What was it? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what word it was. But it came off more controlling. We don't mean controlling. No. But we do mean, we do mean assertive. Men can't be, high value men can't be wishy-washy. Mm-mm. You, you can't be like, yeah, you know, I don't know. You know, you... Uh, an assertive man, a high quality man, can't be on the fence. Mm-mm. You can't be neutral. You 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 have to be, and I don't mean you can't. You have to be dug in and 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 not open minded either. Mm-hmm. But you need to stand by your convictions. And I'm not talking bullshit politics and stuff like that that people get stupid about. Um, but but your assertiveness. You know, it really kind of captures your decision-making skills, that critical thinking piece. Mm-hmm. And and at that time when you need to make a decision, you need to get something done, and you need to make something happen, you do it. Mm-hmm. You don't play the, you know, well, I really want this to go my way, and, and I really think that if we do this and this and that, maybe it'll work out. You know, it needs to be, no, we're doing this. Here's the plan. We're going to go forward, and this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of women, and this isn't a reflection of a high, low, medium value woman, but just for some reason, women tend to be indecisive. Yeah. And you can't have, just by nature, and you get, you get mad all you want. Most women are indecisive. And if you disagree with me, ask your wife where she wants to eat, what she wants to wear, how long she's going to take, where do you want to go, all those things, and just tell me if I'm right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And if she answers all of those... Chances are she's the assertive one and the masculine in the relationship and you a little bitch. <laughs> right? You're funny. Yeah. Or they're just tired of you being, well, no, I'd still stand by that. You're still probably weak because they're tired of you not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. But most women 
are indecisive. And so when you're in these type of relationships, you know, a high quality person needs to know or a high quality man has to be able to make a decision mm-hmm. for simple things and for big things. Yeah. Um, and it's not about taking control and it's not about stepping on someone's toes. Um, but the, the, the assertiveness is what's going to set you up as a man to execute on whatever plan that's either the best for the family, the best for your partner, the best for you, the best for the household, your best for your career, whatever it is, that's what's going to take you to the finish line is, mm-hmm. is being assertive and, and, you know, implementing the process in the way that, you know, carves out the path that you need to follow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, I mean, I wish I, I wish I remembered what the what the other word was that we that we were talking about because it I think it's a good point though mm-hmm. like to make um that we don't mean that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not it isn't the controlling piece. Like mm-hmm. a a guy that is assertive he knows he knows what he wants. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not I don't know. I mean, you, I think you said it perfectly. It's just he is a decision maker. Mhm. And and not that he makes all of the decisions for you guys, but I don't know. There's just no there's no questioning. <laughs> you know, and I, and I I think a lot of times that um I think men that fall into this category tend to probably already have a pretty clear picture of of what it is they want to do. And and being assertive and not controlling gives you the ability and the skill and the know-how that if you're like, you know, I know that I, I want to, I'm trying to think of a, of, a, of a decent example, but if it's, uh, you know, something big, like, you know, we, we, we want to invest something in the house, we need to remodel our kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, honey, I've got, you know, I've got this $10,000 annual bonus coming in. Um, I know we want to do some stuff to the house. Where do you think we should invest it in? And mm-hmm. it's not about tricking your partner, leading them to that answer. But it is giving them the option because they may have a good one, too. And they, they may say, well, you know, your partner may say, well, you know, well, why don't we take, you know, 5000 of it and go on a family vacation to Disney. And then we'll take, you know, another 2000 and we can pay this off or whatever it is. Um but I think a lot of men already kind of know where they want to go, and they ask the question for the for the uh, the openness of the partner to collaborate on what that could be, and if it is a better option, you go with that. Mm-hmm. But if they're like, you know what, I'm not really sure, what do you think we should do with this? Well, I think we should invest it in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We need to remodel. Uh, it's going to up the value of the house. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And once again, it's not about being controlling, but it is about, like I said, you already kind of have that mental plan of what you want to do. doesn't mean that if you don't stick with it, things are going to fall through. doesn't mean that there may not be a better plan, but it is at least the ability to kind of forward think on what may be the best decision. Mm-hmm. And at least you know what you already kind of have on your mind, but you still have to have the openness to adjust if needed. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you don't have that openness, you you guys can... Can, mm-hmm. You can butt heads with somebody like yep. that, and <clears throat> yeah, because assertive doesn't mean close-minded. No, um, and I think a lot of people think it, that it's that way. Mm-mm. No, not at all. It's mm-hmm. not. It's just and and assertiveness. I think is tied directly to leadership. Oh, for sure. You know, you're you're lead. We talked about that last week. You know the, the 
you know, as as a leader in a relationship, as a leader in a family, whatever it is, you know, that's being assertive is a, is a high quality leadership. Uh, it's a leadership quality. Yeah, and it's a good well. thing to have. Mm-hmm. It's a very good thing to have, and that's why it's on our list mm-hmm. because it, it you need to have it, and I think that especially especially as a man <laughs> you mm-hmm. need to have this and that's why it's on this list and not on the woman's list and and i think that that's... you don't want that dude doesn't want an assertive woman oh yeah for sure and and, and i think that that's I, I hit on it but I, I do believe buried in that assertiveness is that critical thinking skill set mm-hmm. um i think that that is just so important and, and i i do believe it's kind of encompassing in that assertiveness but i i know plenty of men that, that they just they break like little twigs anytime something remotely or i'm sorry or mildly chaotic starts to ensue mm-hmm. you know you have to be able to keep your cool and keep your head in those situations and necessarily does that mean assertive no but but i think that that skill set <laughs> of being a critical thinker is is part of that and and handling the pressure uh, or handling yourself and, and carrying yourself under pressure is is something that that you you must have you can't be freaking out mm-hmm. when something goes awry and it's not pretending to be calm cool and collective it really is how do you handle the pressure how do you handle the pressure how do you handle this situation that it it's it could be a bad a bad situation but trying to make not even make the best of it but mm-hmm try to understand what is the best decision to make in this yeah in this uh situation and and men men that that get stressed don't fall into this category Mm-mm. you know i the, you if you're one of those guys that's always like oh my god what a day at work i need a beer i need a beer you're not going <laughs> to believe what happened? I mean, you know, you're you're not the, you're not high value. Yeah, dude. you're not high value. No, you, you you can't handle the pressure. You can't handle the stress. You mm-hmm. can't. And those are the things that you you should be able to handle that stuff with with calmness, coolness, grace, mm-hmm. and and all of those things. Where you know, never let him see a sweat. Mm-hmm. And it's not this. I mean, I guess maybe it is. I was gonna say it's not this bottling up that stuff inside, but I think it is. Really? Yeah, sort of. I mean, if you're a, if you're a open faucet that's always pouring out all your bullshit emotions that you can't control you don't burden your high value partner with that stuff. that's true i know I control your emotions you need to fix that shit yourself yeah um you know and and i think that that's you know that, that's just one of those things that that you know once again shows that quality in you what, what does that look like mm-hmm. i mean that's you can tell a lot by someone who constantly talks about how stressed they are mm-hmm. oh god and chances are when you find out really what they're doing it's like you're stressed over that yeah, yeah that's you <laughs> okay. you definitely can't handle another world yeah you know mm-hmm. you're, you're you're complaining about that you're stressed out about that I, I feel that way about men and women i know uh i i have yet to hear anybody complain about their job that they have and the stress it causes that I really, truly think is valid in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, probably because you jumped out of airplanes and yeah. <laughs> tested parachutes. Yeah. So that wouldn't stress <laughs> me out. Yeah. And, and so I, I I just, I'm like, what? Yeah. So, oh, oh, so you, you, 
you didn't do your job the right way and someone called you out on it. Now you're stressed out. That's called accountability, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Any I fucking stress. I love that. You yes. Know? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, a customer asked you to do something for them and you're in customer service. That ain't stress. That's your job. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, oh, you have a sales quota to meet and you're not making it. Well, guess what? You're in sales. So make the fucking quota. Yeah, I know. I don't, you know, yeah. so, so I, you know, I, I don't get, you know, that type of stuff where it's like, oh, I was stressed out because of this and that. There's a few fields mm-hmm. and I don't mean healthcare. I work in healthcare. I'm talking about healthcare. Mm-hmm. There's a few fields where I would allow the stress to be like, okay, yeah. That would be stressful. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like window cleaner on the Empire State Building. Oh gosh, yeah, that would be stressful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get that. You know. Oh my gosh, but at the same time, I'd be like, get another fucking job. Yeah. Like, you can. But I don't think those people complain. They probably don't. It takes a different person to be able to do something like that yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's that's scary yeah. but most jobs 90 percent of jobs out there aren't stressful the way people act like they no are. they're not no a bunch of fucking babies oh gosh people are yeah mm-hmm. bunch of bitches i think working in like the fast food industry would be more stressful yeah than most people that have really good jobs complain about how stressful <laughs> it is i know I know. Go fucking work at McDonald's for a week. Then tell me how stressful you're sitting at a desk all day job really is. I know. Really, tell though. Me. Yeah. Really. Dealing with all those shitty people. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about your, your cushy office job ending up on World Star because somebody drunk came in and decided to whoop your ass behind the cash register because you're out of pickles. Yeah. Or your McFlurry machines broke again. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you know? I know. Shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, okay. I. I like whenever when when I worked in the emergency room, I, I I don't think I really like complained about it, but I I would say I get it, like because you're dealing. That's why I didn't want to work with people for a while, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't work with people like in a in I don't know even a customer service setting. I didn't work with people for a while because it was like you're dealing with someone that is having well they think they're having the worst day of their life mm-hmm. and so you just people are shitty and that, the I reason i say i'm not talking about healthcare is because healthcare is a huge uh-huh. organization and there are def- definitely aspects within healthcare that i think are extremely stressful mm-hmm. but there's a whole bunch of aspects in healthcare that aren't as stressful as they make it out to be yeah yes if you're able to Post videos on TikTok of you dancing in your hospital. Yeah. You don't have a stressful fucking job. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I know. And so, but when you say something like that, Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, I, you know, I give healthcare a free pass. Mm -hmm. Well, no, no, no. Not all of healthcare is stressful. No. uh, I agree. I, yeah, I agree with that. But like I said, I, I empathize Mm -hmm. for the, for certain departments. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Radiology, I ain't sympathizing with you. Oh, man, I know. Well, everyone that I knew in radiology, they never complained, oh, yeah. though. Never. They, yeah. Anybody that I worked with in radiology, they were all, like, really cool people. <laughs> yeah. Behavioral health unit, I sympathize with you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jeez, huh? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um. I guess back to the assertiveness piece, yeah. though. Uh, but critical thinking does go does go really kind of along with mm-hmm. it. I think so. Um. But so I guess the last thing that we have on here 
is the faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And um and like we said last week and this was the this was the other one that it's was on, on both same. lists. Yeah. So we said loyal faithful for the women. Yeah, loyal and faithful we had for the women, but this one Yeah, I mean faithful and, and for the, the men. The reason we put this on there is because like we said on the last episode, most people other podcasters, other experts, other counselors, whatever you want to call them, there's this weird train of thought that we don't agree with that if a man meets all these high-value, high-quality standards, that faithfulness doesn't necessarily have to be part of what they bring. Yeah. He's allowed to cheat. Yeah. And, and I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. No. If then, you, he's not, then he's not high-value. Exactly. Yeah. Period. We, that That's how we feel about it. If you aren't faithful to that high-value woman that you have, you're not high-value. No. You blow it right there. Yeah. Um, so that's where we definitely, and I don't know where that came from. Me either. It, it seems like something very manipulative that. Well, and cause like men and women are both saying this. Yeah. Women are defending this as I'm well. I'm like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Men need to be faithful too. Not just a woman. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't and like we, that. We've heard arguments that, um, you know, men by nature and genetics, they are just, monogamy is not part of who they can be, and women it is, and so that's just part of their differences, um, to, you know, when women cheat, it's because they actually love somebody else, when men do, it's just because it's sex, and, and none of these is, you know, cheating's fucking cheating. Yeah. Uh, it, if you don't love your partner enough to not cheat, you don't love your partner. Mm-mm. So you... you, you I don't care if you're a fucking guy, girl, whatever the fuck you identify as. If you don't, if you can't not cheat on your partner, you don't love them. You're not allowed to say, but I love you, but you didn't love them enough to not cheat. Mm-hmm. So being faithful is key to being a high quality partner. Yeah. And and, and I think that kind of, you know, the doubt thing we talked about there, but <clears throat> it's faithful without question. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure your partner's faithful, they're not a high quality. Mm-hmm. You should know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your partner is faithful. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't even be. I mean, that's the funny thing. Like, I, I see all these little prank videos, and I don't know what's what's true and what's not, um, what's actually set up. A lot of videos out there are just fake. You don't know mm-hmm. if it's really true or not. And I mean, even the videos we do. Yeah. That's I not know. how we really are. <laughs> no, no. Um, which people continually think, think that they're they real. Yeah. Like, do you really think we have a camera in our shower? <laughs> records our conversation i know i know the voiceover from a movie yeah uh, i mean come on idiots (laughs) but i mean i i think that you know you see these these pranks like a woman is like oh my husband just left for work i'm gonna i'm gonna act i'm gonna accidentally text him like my husband just left you can come on in now Mm -hmm. if you did that to me i would laugh Mm -hmm. there would be no part of my brain that is like, oh shit, she's cheating on me. I'm gonna stick around and, and but you see these guys like try to sneak back and figure out what's going on. Well, you this goes back to what we really didn't cover last week, but it's the doubt piece. Mm-hmm. There's doubt in your relationship. Mm-hmm. There's doubt that you have brought in there that tells your partner that that is a possibility. Mm-hmm. And it's not mm-hmm. in a high value relationship. That is not a possibility. I know. I mean, if someone came to either one of us and said, hey, I know you're not going to believe this, but I don't know how else to put this, but, you know, Seth, to me, Crystal cheated on you, to you, Seth cheated on you. We wouldn't, 
I don't even know what I would say. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd be like, okay, good joke. Who put mm-hmm. you up to that? I mean, there would be no, no second guessing, no doubt, no nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if you can't say that, I mean, that's why we've talked about like the phone privacy and, and how it's non-existent because there's nothing to hide. Yeah. That there's no, there's no surprises that would ruin our relationship. Mm-mm. And that, that, that's ultimately having just a high level of confidence in your own relationship because of the quality of partner of both that alleviates that stuff. And it's, it's kind of what we said, what we talked about last week, that because of that, you know, I, I, I think I used the example last week about, you know, the high quality, high value woman being agreeable. Yeah. It alleviates the fights. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing. If there's no doubt, mm-hmm. if faithfulness isn't questioned, if all of those things are happening, that's where we ultimately come from that our relationship is effortless mm-hmm. because there is no doubt. There is no issue. There is no second questioning. It's it's all agreeable, on the same page, trucking along, heading down the path, fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. Wedded, <laughs> literal wedded bliss. Yeah. It's, there's no, it's, it is effortless. And I mean, we've, we've said it so many times <laughs> mm-hmm. and we, all of all of this, it's like when you when you have everything together, <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't feel yeah yeah you have to do you know things or whatever or I guess do all of this stuff to to make sure that your the relationship is running like a fine tuned machine, but it's not it's not hard to do yeah it's it's easy. And, and I wish what we would have done with this, and I, I guess I'll throw it in there now. With the women, we put loyal and faithful. Mm-hmm. This one, I think, for men should be trustworthy and faithful. Mm. Because there tends, men don't really have a lot of, like, and when I say trustworthy, I, I, I put it a trustworthy of things that you typically see men do. Mm-hmm. Uh, men are the ones that become alcoholics, for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. Men are the ones that get addicted to gambling. Men are the ones that get addicted to drugs. Men are the ones that, that do a lot of shady shit. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we see it, you know, when sitcoms, I mean, you talked about King Queens. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Kevin James in that TV show is the absolute worst husband on the planet. Oh, my god! Every fucking episode, for however many scenes they do, part of the story arc is Doug lying to Carrie. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> the least trustworthy partner oh my gosh, yes. on television. Yes. And so if you're like, oh, that's just like us, you're married to an untrustworthy piece of shit. <laughs> I know, I know, and and so I think that trustworthy, that's being trustworthy, true. is huge. Yeah, um, and that's where it is that 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 goes along those lines with the same doubt thing. You don't, you can trust me to not be an idiot. You don't <laughs> yeah. have, and and that trustworthy, I think, alleviates that partner from feeling like a parent mm-hmm. because that's going back to that show. Carrie is his mom. Oh yeah, uh huh. She has to baby him, watch him. Get out of the kitchen. Quit doing this. Did you go to work today? Why are you lying? Why are you trying to get away with this? And mm-hmm. and and when you have a partner that's trustworthy, it takes that that maternal piece that you've tried to stick your wife with out of the equation. I know. Yeah. I mean, and you get to replace that with freaking the sheets. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's. I mean. I had that partner before. Mm-hmm. And it sucked being with someone that you couldn't trust. Yeah, and 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 mine was specifically the drug related mm-hmm. thing, and and it's like 
if you if you can't and 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 i guess it was more than just that mm-hmm. too i because i felt like a mother yeah. myself but yeah i think i think that's great that you brought that up that yeah trustworthy and faithfulness mm-hmm. because if you can't because i trust you with everything yeah e- everything my <laughs> I trust you with my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you, again, it goes to my, to my dumb little, uh, zombie, apocalypse. zombie apocalypse thing. Like all of those things are so freaking important for, mm-hmm. a a woman to want in a man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and need. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Not, yeah. It, those, those things are necessities. And that's what we said at the beginning, all of these qualities and characteristics you have to have all of them. You mm-hmm. can't have a couple of them. No. You can't have one of them. You can't be working on one of them. I mean, it it's there. Mm-hmm. It, it's got to be there um, to be considered this type of stuff. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, like I said at the beginning, either you have it or you don't. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and looking at, you know, with, with the men, aside from the, I guess, physically attractiveness piece, you can earn the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really can. Yeah. You, you can fix your financial situation. You can become a leader. You can become assertive. You can, you know, you can be faithful and trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, some of these things are really just decision-based. Mm-hmm. It's not really anything you really have to work that hard for, aside from, I think, the financial piece is just time and discipline and same thing with, I guess, being <clears throat> uh, fit. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to be happen. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that most of that stuff is extremely attainable for a good majority of men. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said last week, just 80% of men don't have it. And they're not going to. I know. Yeah. And, well, and, and there's a reason there's different tiers. That's I mean, there is no such thing as, as being equal. There's just not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, 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 can't, you can't put in... You know, the work, the dedication, the discipline, the years, the drive, the attitude of someone who's going to do everything it needs to be to be that. And then you don't do that and expect anybody to think that both of you are equal Mm -hmm. because you're not. One of you put in the work, one of you, you know, has and has done what it needs to be to be at that level. And one of you hasn't. Mm -hmm. You're not equal. Mm -mm. One of you is slacking. So don't slack. Yeah. Um, I know. Quit crying about it. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Really, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, I think I think it was a pretty good two part series. Um, I know because we, we listened to the other the other episode again, just kind of, I guess, kind of mm-hmm. prepare, I guess, for this for this episode. And I think I was pleased with yeah with that one as well. And I hope that you guys were too. Well, and I, and I I I I can understand why someone would be upset. Mm-hmm. Oh, about for sure. It. I get it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's. It's the same thing we've said about good relationships don't take hard work. Mm-hmm. If you're like bullshit, well, we have to work. The, well, you don't have as you don't have a high functioning relationship. Mm-hmm. So fix it. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. You, you're the only reason you would be upset is because it's a realization that you don't have what we've talked about. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. you'd be like, oh yeah, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking better yourself. Yeah. Do something about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then thank us later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I don't have anything else to add yeah. though. Me neither. All right. It's everybody's listening to this Thanksgiving's in a couple of days. Yeah. Oh man. I, I, know. I, 
I love Thanksgiving. I know. I too. absolutely love Thanksgiving. I can't wait. I'm so excited for it. And yeah. Every year I just, I, I get, as soon as Halloween's over, I'm just like, oh, this year Thanksgiving's a little early. Mm-hmm. So it makes it better. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. I love it. Yep. The food, everything. Yep. Food, yeah. drinking, deep fried turkey. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> can't wait. Yeah. So uh, we hope all of you have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram on rumble and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we will talk to you next week thanks